Hello, and welcome back, friends and first-time listeners to the 28th episode of My Name is Sherman, His Name is Sherman. It is Friday afternoon, March 4th, and as such, that's what we will do. Um, Sherman? Yes. Great to be back with you and your... uh, L.A. base, and here I am in uh, the northern suburbs of Chicago. What do you got that's going to start us off today, Sherman, that uh, our friends and fans are eager to hear about? <laughs> well, thank you for the intro, Dad. So for episode 28, something a little different due to my lack of preparation, which at this point, just just uh, kind of the standard for our episodes. Um, it is an airing of grievances of sorts for the sports world. Uh, two areas, two sports in particular, baseball, specifically the League of Major League Baseball in the United States and Canada, and an athlete in particular, Phil Mickelson in the world of golf. Uh, Major League Baseball is currently locked out. The owners have locked out the players, and... I see on social media, which I'm aware is not, uh, you know, the global or, in this case, mostly national but technically international, uh, you know, opinion in terms of uh, what's reflected. But it seems like a lot of millionaire versus billionaire, who cares, just play, which I understand to a degree. Uh, But baseball, of all probably the major four sports – basketball, hockey, football, and baseball, has the least, um, well, I mean, it's in the running with hockey in terms of least ability to lose fans, if I've worded that correctly, and lose games, um, because they've done this before, and it has not gone well. I mean, they were saved by steroids, uh, and by you know Sammy, Mark, and Barry, and I do not see that happening again, unless they get real fun all of a sudden. Um, but the, yeah, so the, like, you know, I understand that people don't care about the monetary aspect, but like the highest paid players, you know, are rare. The Mike Trouts, the Mookie Betts, they're rare. Uh, you know, ma- minor leaguers live, I mean, up until recently, a great, like their lives seem terrible. Uh, they're not covered by major league teams for the most part. Um, I know, I believe the Cubs and certain other teams are putting more money towards minor league baseball now, which I didn't know until a few years ago they really weren't investing, which is insane to me considering their potential future players for you. So I feel like that's, you know, an edge you could easily win. Um, wouldn't even say it's a edge on the margins. It's just, uh, you know, it's right there. You know, your prospects are your future. Um, All right. Even if even if you make them better simply to trade them, that still helps you in terms of the player you can get. Um, so this is already uh, circuitous, but the point is, um, Rob Manfred is a terrible commissioner, and I thought I was very excited for him after Bud Selig because Bud Selig, there seem they seem to be opposites to me. Bud Selig loved baseball, clearly loved baseball, but didn't seem competent. Rob Manfred seems like. Uh, I don't know, Wall Street freak who's incredibly competent and does he actively seems to not like baseball 
And I didn't think Bud Selig was a good commissioner, but now I'd much rather have him because, again, he loved baseball. Uh, Did he make weird decisions? Yes, but he loved baseball. Rob Manfred doesn't like baseball, it seems, and he has no idea how PR works, uh, case in point, calling the World Series trophy, what do you call it, a piece of metal, and then also laughing during the press conference announcing they're canceling games, which they don't, I believe, need to do. And unlike the majority of the world throughout the last couple of years, I have not really done my research, and I will admit that. Um, so maybe that was taken out of context. But he laughed during that presser, and I was like, you know what you shouldn't be doing right now? Laughing. Um, and he, there was also a photo of him practicing his golf swing, which, yeah, sure, maybe that's his way to like kind of calm his nerves during tense labor negotiations. But at the same time, be aware of who's around you and what's going on. It looks like you don't care, and you're just like, all right, ready to golf. Um, And, I mean, you have Mike Trout, of all people, speaking up that they've been screwed over by the owners and they just want to play baseball and want a fair deal, which they should, rightfully so. Um, I mean, their Players Association seemingly is terrible, and that's why they're in this place after they were, I think, you know, what, four or five years ago? Right. Um, So, yeah, they could get better on their own, but in terms of negotiating. But, you know, this is for... It's like all sports. Like the average career is far less and far less lucrative than the average fan thinks it is. Um, so this is for the guys lower on the totem pole in terms of you know payment or people who don't even see the majors, uh, but just the pursuit of their dreams. So Major League Baseball, get it together. I don't even know what I argued there other than that. Uh, well. <laughs> and then Phil Mickelson, um, as I told you in our uh, pre-production, that's what I'll call it, um, he did All not, 12 seconds of Yes, it. yeah. Um, he did not, you know, shoot himself in the foot. He just sliced his lower body off. Uh, every day I see a headline that another sponsor has um, either paused or completely um, ended their contracts with Phil Mickelson, who said something akin to, you know, I'm aware that they kill journalists and they're scary dudes, but this is my chance to really reshape the PGA, which, sure, as I just, you know, touched on in the first part of my rant, you know, players always have issues with leagues, leagues always have issues with players, but when you're admitting that the people you're potentially uh, in cahoots, in bed with, um, are scary dudes and murder people, uh, you know, war criminals, criminals pretty much of every type um that's probably not a great argument and i love sports if i was a professional athlete in a particular sport i'd clearly have loved that sport more than anything else i still would like to think i wouldn't be like you know i have issues with the league and this is this is the way to go about it um clearly he just needs the money from the saudis and then this is a convenient excuse because I feel like, I mean, I feel like boycotting the PGA Tour, or I don't know, going to Europe or an Asian, you know, any of the Asian tours would be a better move than going to a startup league that's a cash grab and morally bankrupt. Um, so Phil Mickelson, get your head out of your ass. And that's uh, that's it for my... Uh, <laughs> Unfounded well, rants, my airing of grievances. <laughs> my, I didn't do my research, so you can't yell at me because I'm admitting it. 
Okay, end scene. Thank so you. So we did, we, yeah, we, the only ibid or opposite uh, here is um, yourself. So that, yes. So you're clear, you're clear. Yeah. Of, of any, you know, being, being compromised. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I don't know who's in cahoots with who. I have, I've been in a lot of places. I don't think I've ever been in cahoots. I'd like to <laughs> hear from people who maybe have been in cahoots. Actually, it might have been a nice little joint down off of Rush Street back in the 70s. We'll so have to check on that. Uh, so, friends, if, if, if you, in fact, know a haunt by, by this name that once was or currently exists, let us know. We'd, we'd like to all be in cahoots. So, please, keep us in mind. Yeah, I, in terms of MLB, I don't want to belabor the point, but uh, um, for our for our national pastime, I mean they're they're putting us up against it because I think it may be pastime for this this uh, this kind of path they're they're consistently on every few years. But uh, um, and maybe that's how you describe what a meeting is between these two sides you know five tools um <laughs> i think that's a baseball term yeah but, um, so we'll we'll monitor that of course that's part of our responsibility over the airways to monitor and report the uh, major labor struggles of the united states uh sporting world so um good any so, thought any thoughts on phil uh, yeah, I, I'll say I've, 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 I've almost always appreciated his kind of uh, his, his candor, amazing skill, and and and, and entertainment uh, kind of sense. Um, but and 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 I think that 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 I allowed that to kind of you know kind of settle with you know that's i don't know what that's a little bit of smugness of of his mm -hmm. but he went from that to what you described as um is why i think you take time off <laughs> and yeah. that's what he's doing um, and um you know we take time off but we come back we come back every couple of weeks or so um and always appreciate that opportunity with you, our, our friends and loyal listeners. Um, and one one of the uh, one of the uh, uh, items we we check in on pretty regularly is the uh, kind of honor about. But I think um, oops, something is something's kind of coming from that, and uh, and and maybe maybe it's it's relative. We'll see, but. Um, Sherman and I thought we could refer to it as, didn't we say that? <laughs> didn't we say that? And um, so if you go back a month or so to, to um, a, a podcast, now if I had said an early podcast, wouldn't that be redundant? Because I said, if you go back, but note, I didn't say earlier podcast. I just said podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you folks. You get your grammar here. You get your syntax. None of it really but no, we, makes but we sense. We don't tax, but we don't tax. <laughs> no, so. no, no. We might be taxing. On Correct. 
listeners occasionally. But um, so on or about a couple weeks ago in February, uh, on or about February 21st, I believe 1613, year 1613, um, Michael Romanov became czar of Russia at age 16. Now, in our 12-second pre-production uh, gathering, I think we mentioned that maybe that's where things started to kind of go off the tracks for, for Russia when you're picking a 16-year-old. Pro probably doesn't even have a driver's permit back then in 16, age 16 and in 1613. But you can be our czar. So <laughs> maybe you can drive my czar. <laughs> the Beatles, I think, came... But that later, but uh, um, so you get you get Michael Romanoff appointed this role. Okay, pretty pretty good for a teenager. Um, yeah, but didn't we say that along the lines last month when we were talking about bands who have played for decades and decades, who we've all or most of us all enjoyed, but then they're getting a little older, maybe a lot older, and then they bring in their their son or their son-in-law. And like, what are, are we not supposed to go? Oh, that's okay. But you know, bit of a stretch. But we think we'll we'll see what we can do to um, you know continue to. What would you say, Sherman? Uh, predict history. Correct. Yeah, we're past prescient. I'm um, not to be confused with the. Uh, was it? Uh, what did you say? The. Uh, Plusco imperfecto, or past oh. participles, <laughs> or dangling participle in yeah. certain cases. Uh, oh, pluperfect. Yeah. Pluperfect. Yes. Um, so not to be confused. Yes, we. I think we're the first ones to predict history, and I look forward to what other predictions we've made that have happened already uh, going forward. Um, so I'm looking to our future predictions about the past. So yeah. So like the Beatles, if you listen to our po podcast. In reverse, backwards, incredible. Yeah, chronologically speaking, we were before the Romanovs at that point. I think that's how that works. Time's all relative, so just factor yeah, that in. They did. I think they contributed in certain meaningful ways. I mean, there's like a, I don't know, some type of pasta dish named after them, right? I don't know if that's a pasta. Don't you get something Romanov? Uh, there, there's all types, I imagine. Uh, I mean, again... Not much research was done, so I'm going to say, yeah, there's a Russian pasta dish. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to blame Russia for starting the your child is now the ruler gig. I'm simply saying that if that never happened, it probably would have worked out better for everyone. I'm not saying in Russia. I'm saying all leaders who are like, mm, my kid's good to go. Yeah. Um, that probably would have been a better move to not do that, historically speaking. Um, so we'll see going forward, you know, where that takes us. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, and uh, the uh, you know we note that it's um, National Women's History Month, I believe, here in month of March. Uh, saw something earlier today. Uh, on Instagram, I was traveling this morning, so in the airport I popped that up. 
Um, and there's a picture, a caption of Rosie the Riveter. Rosie the Riveter. Oh, we love that name. Um, Rosie in our family, Rose. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think that's an alliteration, right? R Rosie Riveter, or, some, or close to an alliteration. I'm going to say yes, it's alliteration, but you know, I'll look that up and post. Or if you'd like to, you know, write into our email, our name is Sherman at gmail.com, which I hope that's what it is. Uh, let us know uh, either way. Um, but yes, we'll go. We'll go with alliteration for now. Okay. And and speaking of running, uh, recently uh, out on the track, going for a, a, a stroll, um, and uh, it was really windy that day. So I just started thinking about what other other words fit fit in there for windy and you know howling, ripping. Um, those would be categorized or characterized categorized maybe as synonyms, right? Those are mm -hmm. synonyms. Words that basically mean the same thing. Yes. Um, but but not cinnamon, which it actually that basically means the same thing to everyone, right? Like goodness. Cinnamon. Yes. Oh, sweetness. sweetness, yes. Sweetness, indeed. So that's uh that's all I have in the world of grammar, sports, and everything in between. Uh, well, well covered, Sherman. Thank you. I'm, I'm with you. All right. So before we depart, um, I have to thank our sponsors. We have a new one, an old one, and a departing one. So I'll cover the departure first. Um, Dojo's has... Closed its doors for now. Had a wonderful run. I think a full presidential term. Um, wow. Not 16 to 20, but you know, roughly four years, I believe. Um, if not, the founder can contact me and I'll change that. Um, but it's closed for now. It did very well. It's not. That's not why it's closing. But uh, as a small operation, just a lot to, lot to carry that load and also live a fulfilling, normal life outside of that. Um, so I'm not gonna say RIP. Well, it could be rest and pause. Karu, true, or correct, or Karu. Um, <laughs> yeah, so rest and pause. Um, for dojos, uh, loopware still exists, still Chicago based for Chicago clothing needs. Loopware, you can Google it, they have a website and everything. And then, um, our new sponsor, Oxygen. Who needs it? We all do. Oxygen. <laughs> Um, so and yeah. and really, how you started out the the podcast by airing your grievances. See, see, that's the through line, folks. If you're still awake, I'm hoping you should be standing and applauding. Uh, if you haven't thrown whatever you listened to against the wall already, uh, so I, you know, I didn't expect this to be as chaotic as it was, but it seemed like a pretty chaotic 28th episode. Um, so there you go, from our mouths to your ears. And uh, maybe gods. So that ends episode 28. Whenever you're listening, have a great rest of your day. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks. Bye.